0: Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online, we're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. days in the last day of September wait 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 wait. I didn't hit record ah oh good morning miss Jules how are you we're not
1: even gonna edit this out because this is our hump day so far it's the hump day we're humping day it's the humpiest humpiest day of September it's the last hump day of September and it is fall weather and it's colder than whatever outside
0: Yeah, we're starting to get a little chippy here too. I think it's time to say goodbye to my flowers. Like They're all like suffering out in the frost.
1: I feel like I have menopause because one minute I'm hot, next minute I'm cold. Next minute I'm hot, next minute I'm cold. I got the heater on in the car, the heater off in the car. My buns are warm. My buns are not warm. (laughs) I can't keep track.
0: We have snow on the forecast for Saturday. Oh,
1: wow. Send me pictures.
0: Oh, yeah. Been I'll be there until, in like, November. <laughs>
1: yeah, right? <laughs> oh, lots of good happening. So what's happening in your end of the world this week?
0: Uh, You know, just a, a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I'm the PTO president for my kids' school. So last night we had open house, which I get to run the PTO table. So basically, I welcome people as they walk into the school, and it's hilarious because I'm like, you guys, this is a real-life click funnel. And, of course, that grabs their attention, right? I was like... And so I had this paper printed out and it says, um, win your kiddo a chance to spin the wheel for trivia prizes. First, sign okay. up for an event. So I had <laughs> I had every single event for the whole year with sign-up sheets. So the mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, whoever, had to mm-hmm. volunteer for an event, and then their child was able to play this trivia board that I put together. And then if they got the question right, then they would get a prize. And the, I was like, you know what? This is what click funnels are. I mean, honestly, like it's, I'm going to bait, bait you in here. You're going to sign up for something, i.e. give your email. And then a, you may get a prize or you may not. Uh, you just, it, it just kind of right. keeps you in the zone. So that was fun. That was like our, that was my fourth year doing the trivia board. Um, so they get to spin a wheel. Um, but it, uh, I think it works. I mean, at least all of my sheets had four or five volunteers per event.
1: Good. We need to volunteer. They have to have more. I mean, these, these functions don't run on, you know, fumes and they don't run by themselves. So you have to have volunteers. Yeah. And especially if
0: it's your kid's school, like if, if you're, if anybody's going to be invested in it, it's going to be the parents.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um,
0: So that, that was really good. And then, um, Oh, so here's what we did. So at our last... I know this is not dental sustaining. I'm so sorry. I'm hijacking this. But at our last uh, PTO meeting, one of the teachers said, said that um, she was having to take money out of her paycheck to buy supplies for the classroom. Yikes. Yes. These guys make just about, you know, about what we make, but a little bit more because they work more hours. But I couldn't think of, like, the idea that the teachers were actually paying money out of their pocket. So...
1: A lot of teachers
0: do. They do. And you're married to one, so you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this year, we decided to make a petty cash fund for the teachers. Awesome. Oh, so I'm so excited. So I printed out these little, it looks like cash, right? I printed it on green paper, and it says, Petty cash, good for $100 reimbursed to classroom expenses. And so oh, last night, me and, me and one of the other officers, we went and handed out all the PTO cash, and we're like, all you got to do is staple the receipt, whatever you spend out of your pocket to go towards this class, we will reimburse you through the PTO.
1: That's awesome. It was cool. I mean, every, that's a like, great one, idea.
0: One teacher almost started crying. Like they all gave us hugs. I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody's gone out of their way to just think about the teachers. Like these little, I mean, it was a hundred bucks really out of
1: a Especially whole year. Lower, poor income, you know, income areas and stuff like that, that are, yeah, you know, yeah it's hard. Yeah. And so yeah, I know my husband, uh, when he was teaching, he would spend money of his own on and supplies and stuff like that, which is he just wanted a certain type of something other and he would just go buy it. You know, yeah. I mean, when we have a very, and he had a very kind of well off district, but still I'm like, dude, that's our your income you're spending on your students, but he enjoyed it. And I mean, he would throw parties and that all stuff would be out of his pocket. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Can you imagine if us dental assistants had to buy our supplies for our doctor to keep our offices <laughs> oh, running? Yeah, let me get you a flowable. How much is that again?
0: No. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: mean, I have been into offices where the assistants have been like, oh, I buy my own PPE and gloves and, and stuff. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, uh, no, you are not to be buying that stuff. Uh, that is oh. to be provided. But you know, just saying like, if we had to hire own HV suction tips, you know,
0: you wouldn't drop them as much. That's for damn sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: This oh. is true. You know, there's some to I'll be said about certain. First- I, I, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's reasonable for dental assistants have to buy anything that's, you know, it's not, you know, it's somebody else's business. So they should provide that. But I do see, like, I want every dental assistant to see the value and stuff so then oh, you're yeah. less likely to throw it away, you're less likely to drop it or not maintain it properly. Like if it was something that you bought out of your pocket, you have a totally different value system for that said product.
1: Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I did buy crowns once. <laughs> not like tooth crowns, so it was <laughs> I worked for this doctor and he was super like chill and um so I I went on like one of these party supply store things and I got these paper crowns, you know, kind of like you get at Burger King. Right. Mm-hmm. And I put them in my op. So every time I would deliver a crown, I would put these little hats together and make them walk to the front desk with a crown on their head.
1: Oh my gosh. That's and I'm hilarious. like, look
0: who just got crowned. <laughs> 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 and this is before social media. Do you imagine I could have made a a killing, you know, posting that stuff. No kidding. <laughs> no
1: kidding, right?
0: But I figured, you know what? These people just spent a grand on a tooth. They deserve to have some attention. That's right. Because you know? they cared enough not to pull it. And, and that's a big deal.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you got a post for us, Ms. Chul? I do. Ooh. I can go first. Let's see. All right. So this post comes from the Dental Assistants Worldwide group. And it says, I work in a small office. It's just the four of us. I've always answered the phone when I can, but my front desk expects me to pause. When I'm with a patient, answer the phone. Like, what do you want from me? I think it's rude to stop what I'm doing, remove my gloves, answer the phones, put them on hold, and then to wash back up and pick up where I left off. Hmm. So my thoughts on this is, is it's, it's it's not okay because it's holding up her. I feel like she should answer the phone only when she can. And first of all, you have to remove all your PPE, your mask, your gloves, your goggles, and your lab coat should not be any non-clinical area because nobody wants those germs anywhere. Um, And then, you know, she has to put all that stuff back on. So I do see it's a time suck sometimes to be doing that. But what is, Why can't they have a system like we used to, if it rang twice, it would roll over and say, hello, thank you for calling blah, blah, blah's office. We are currently assisting other patients. Please leave your name and your number and a brief message and we will return your call shortly. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. And then, or how about, excuse me, can you hold for a second while I grab the other line? You answer, hello, thank you for calling so-and-sos. If I ask who's calling, oh, thank you. Can I put you on hold for a second? I'm with someone else. I mean, people know they've been to your office that you're short, you know, you only have one person up front. You only have one assistant. You only have one hygienist. So, I mean, if the phones are ringing that busy, maybe they can either hire somebody, but I don't think it's, it's okay for them if you're with a patient to leave that patient.
0: Yeah, because then <laughs> you mess up the quality yeah. of care of that appointment.
1: It's it's bad customer service. I mean, yeah. you don't go to, you know, Disney and you have a person helping you and all of a sudden they see someone else need help and they say, "Hold on a second, can I can I help that person now?" Hell no. That that Disney person is going to give you undivided attention for 5 minutes until you're done doing what you need to do and then they're going to move on to the next person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. I mean, I know they say that if it's a new patient and they call and don't get an answer on their first attempt, a lot of times they'll go down Google and pick the next dentist. Yeah, no? I half
1: believe that and I half not believe that, but I, know. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of thinking, oh, they're going to go to the next piece. They want your services. They want your services. If they don't, they weren't the right fit anyways. That's true. But but yeah, multitasking
0: at, and, and, the, and the admin form, like, I, I mean, that should be something that everybody should be trained on.
1: Well, and the thing is, if you're on the phone with an insurance company or another patient or whoever you're on the phone with, all you have to do is say, hey, excuse me, can you hold for a second while I just answer this next call? Or like I said, have it automatically roll after two rings, it rolls over to, you know, a customer, you know, a recording and you can give it. Nowadays though, we have caller ID, right?
0: Oh yeah, we use that. Oh day, yeah, we use it. So
1: that. we can always see the missed <laughs> call and who it was. And we can either one, if they're not in our database, obviously our new patient, but two, we can come up and say, Hey, this is Julie from so and so's office. I just noticed you called our practice. Is there something I can help you with? Sorry, I missed your call. And there's
0: softwares too, right? There's like is that yeah. call force that does the answering for you and and mm. I mean like there's there's and a there's lot even
1: of- dental companies that'll answer your phone for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no and reason a live that person. she should be stopping in the middle of treatment to answer a phone.
1: No. Well especially no. especially with a patient. Now if she was wiping down her room, that's one thing. But I don't think we should ever interrupt the patient when we're to attend to something else. Because I feel like they feel like we're not as important as that phone call. Yep. So no, that's just my two cents.
0: Yeah. And it's just like you're saying the Disney experience, everybody should strive for that.
1: Mm-hmm. No matter what. And our hygienists, they have um, cordless phones in their rooms. Because like I said, Cassie is the only one up front. I might be in sterilization. I might be in back helping the doctor and his assistant. I might be doing something else. So if the phone rings and I can't get to it and the hygienists are free, they're not with patients, they will pick up the cordless phone in their room and answer it.
0: Yep. So yeah. there's always a fail safe.
1: Yep, there is, but they know not to answer it if they're with patients, you know, because that the patient is our focus.
0: Yep. Oh. Yeah. There are all these moving parts in the dental office. I mean, I'm sure every industry has it, but I mean, that's a valid point. Like you're disrupting patient care to answer phone, you know, that, that would suck. I would not, mm-hmm. I'd be upset.
1: And maybe they're at the point where they need an extra hand in the office, a flow yes. facilitator. I call them Ooh, be I like the that flow term. facilitator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had one of those visit,
1: facilitate i don't like rover because we're not dogs i don't like uh, floater because i sure the hell don't float um but i call it the flow facilitator we're gonna facilitate the flow throughout the office that one person that can multitask to the extreme
0: yep So I what's your that. post oh
1: okay okay uh okay
0: I'm gonna find it. Okay, so technically it's not a post. Well, okay, it's still a post. So it's right. out of the dental Assistants worldwide group. But it's it's like a it's um it's one where it's just like the the background color and then words. Okay. okay. So bear with me. I'm gonna try not to screw this up. When there is no consequence for poor work ethic and no reward for good work ethic, there is no motivation. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Like if if you do a shitty job but nobody comes at you and says, Hey, you can do better, then your give a damn doesn't work. And then right. you put your blood, sweat, tears, heart, and soul into something for doing a good job and nobody recognizes it, then your give a damn's broken too.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: So I love that's I read, where that leader thing comes in.
1: Yeah, read that a uh, quote again.
0: Okay. Um When there is no consequence for poor work ethic and no reward for good work ethic, there Mm -hmm. is no motivation.
1: True. Very true. And I think it can stem from any position in the dental office, not just as dental assistants, but if your doctor because leader, I truly believe leadership starts from the top right there should set the example and the tone for the practice um, yeah, if he lacks correcting you or helping you be better, why would you want to be? Yep. And if you are awesome and he doesn't reward you, why would you want to continue to be? Yep. And it's so, so it just, like, a true.
0: So let's, okay, let's role play Jules. So if you are a dentist who I work for mm-hmm. and, um, I constantly screw up, but there's no repercussions. What do you think I'm going to keep doing as a dental assistant?
1: One, you're going to keep making my ass miserable because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through procedures. Two, you're a reflection of me. So you're just going to keep doing the same things over. And then you're going to leave my practice and you're going to go work at another practice. And it's that practice is going to not keep you because they have higher standards. And then you're going to come back because I didn't. I didn't foster you enough.
0: Okay. And then what are you going to do if you're my dentist and I work my butt off? Like I'm sitting up on like to midnight on Saturdays, making sure that I get the checklist done or, you know, I'm trying to develop new systems in the office, but you, you, uh, you don't recognize that.
1: I recognize it or I don't recognize you it.
0: Don't. So like they're saying, if you do a good job, but nobody, there's, there's no, um, feedback. Like if you, you work so hard. So you're my Uh dentist. I've worked my butt off and you have yet to even acknowledge it.
1: And I'm going to realize that you're going to end up and leave. You're going to find an office that values you and you're going to take all, and then I'm going to have to hire a new person that might not be as awesome as you and realize that I should have seen how awesome you were.
0: Yeah. And so, okay, let's say there's a dental assistant right now listening to us talk (laughs) because they're awesome and we love you. Um, But what if you work for a dentist who um, doesn't do either? It doesn't reprimand you, doesn't reward you, doesn't compliment you, doesn't motivate you. How do you change that mindset on the dentist? Is there a way, like what what would your strategy be if you wanted this result from your boss who doesn't necessarily have those characteristics in their personality.
1: So I think the best thing that the assistant can do is start complimenting them on how things went or the opposite, how things didn't go. So, hey, that was an awesome procedure. We got through it really quick. Good job, high five. Um, Hey, that didn't go as well. What can we do better? So I think if you start generating the conversations that lead into maybe more production or more recognition, I think it's going to rub off on them. Like, Whoa, you know, it'll eventually rub off.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's like the whole idea of like, you know, if you set the tone and I've said this before DAs, we have the power to set the tone in the office. And if we make the standard higher, then those around us are going to want to do it too. And I, I do it with my docs, you know, when they do a good job, I'm going to be the first one to compliment them over top of that patient. Wow, doc, I right. can't believe that contact looks amazing. The patients hear it, the doctor hears it, like it's just a validation. And I think it's super important that we all try and highlight the good stuff. You know, I, I, I really think that makes a great team and a great patient experience. I really do.
1: Um, yes. I do too. And I think, like I said, I think, and I still believe that we can change the culture and I don't really like using culture because everybody uses it, but the mood, the experience, the, the feelings, the recognition, I think we can change it in the practice, whether it's with the hygienist who's bumpy and grumpy all the time and just saying, Hey, you know what? That was great. You know, let me help you. Or, You know do you need anything or the front office you know hey you know awesome getting that patient scheduled or any any positivity that you can you can change and revert i think is a great situation you know especially with your doctor like if he does nothing he's monotone he doesn't correct you when you've done crap wrong and he doesn't reward you when you've done crap right then i think you can be the game changer in that in and just start you know generating conversation with him, like, oh, that was a nice impression. I wish I could do an impression mm-hmm. that great. Right? Can you show me? And then I can take it the next time and alleviate you of all that stuff. Um, you know, hey, that, you know, crown seated nice or the lab, you know, oh, that was, you know, the lab screwed up. What can we do better? You know, so these things have to be talked about and you have to start the conversation and don't be afraid. What are they going to fault you for? If you compliment them? <laughs> no, the answer is you know? no. The answer is no. Right. Um, so I would, um, you know, start the conversation. That's what we need to do. We need to speak up.
0: Yes. Find your voice.
1: you don't want to do it in a way that they're going to be angry with you, but you can do it in a fun lightning, lightning way. Like yesterday, I don't know how it happened. I don't know. I don't know if it was me or if it was Kim, the other assistant, but a stent got lost to place an implant. We'd already placed the implant and we saved the stents until we know that they're good. Then we throw them out. Right. And I remember sterilizing it and I remember putting it in the bag and putting it by the computer, but I don't know what happened to it after that. So, and it's probably my fault because I probably should have put it back in the guy's bin with all the implant parts because I'm the one that will, you know, do the implant. So we didn't have the stent yesterday, you know, and I said, Oh, you know, next time we'll just, I'll take care of it from start to finish. I won't rely on somebody else. I had to own my own mistake. You know, it was my fault for thinking someone else would just put it where it needed to be. And it didn't get there. So.
0: Yeah. that happens all the time. That's why I like having, um, designated people for certain things. Like I'm the airway person in the office. So I monitor all of our, you know, our custom appliances and stuff right. like that, that we're, it's in the back. Like um, Carrie does all the implant ordering parts and stuff like that. Like there's certain things that, you know, in order to track properly, you need to have a person in charge, PIC.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, if you did leave it on the counter, the other dental assistant would know, Hey, Oh, this is Jules. I got to tell her No, I'm not going to touch it. She's going to be the one that puts it, you know, cause this is her baby. Mm-hmm. The one that loses it for her.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, is unless you're the only assistant, we can't do it all. But if we have other people to help us, then find a system that works for you so that you are not the only one that everything is relying on the shoulders. But again, guess what it starts with? conversation mm-hmm. and communication so I don't think we should ever feel intimidated that we can't talk to our coworkers or support them or you know um like yesterday <laughs> did I tell you about the floor yeah I saw your text oh heartbreaking oh, so we had new floors installed in our practice and they're vinyl click and lock and they're super nice they look like they're at a beach they're really nice And yesterday, my hygienist, who I love, I call her Princess, um, she's just so funny. And she came to me and she's like, you know, my floor looks really dirty. I said, you know what? I noticed that. I'm like, we do have a cleaning lady, right? She's like, yeah, we do. So I said, well, let me check. She goes, my wheels on my chair, my clinical chair, like have this mud on them. And I'm like, all right. So I said, well, let me clean off the wheels. So here I am. I get the green Mr. Clean stuff out and I tip the chair down and I get a bucket and I'm soaking the wheels and all the dirt and stuff. And I got a wire brush, I'm cleaning it. So I get all the wheels clean. I got some water on the floor. So I'm starting to wipe up the water and then I clean up the floor. So I get to one area and I noticed there was like a little drop of water and it was clear. And the water I've been using was dirty and green. And so I just went to wipe it. Well, when I wiped it a whole bunch and I pressed on the vinyl, like. It was like a seam all this water came out and i was like what the heck so i started pressing around in all this water and sarah's like you know i when we had the chairs put back i told you there was a small link but we could never find it again and like we went away and i'm like oh my god it must be leaking between the old vinyl flooring that was like a one piece you know vinyl old vinyl And the new click in lock. So now I'm like, oh my God, thank God it's vinyl because had it been something else, it would have expanded and get ruined. So I had to find the leak. I found the leak. It was underneath the chair. There was a cracked like little tubing and it was slowly slowly dripping. So the guy's coming today to fix it. And I think we're going to have to call the people. And I ripped up a whole section to see if we could dry it out. And it, I think it'll dry, but I don't want any moisture or mold in between the two layers. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to get sick.
0: So, so it was rust on her wheels. Like, is that what was happening because of the water?
1: Um, they are. Um, um. No, I think what it was is that. There was a little bit of water on the floor and it was, the wheels were picking up any dirt and causing mud. Wow. So the wheels were getting wet from, you know, running, you know, she swoops around her chair. So when she swooped where there was water, it was coming up from the seam, but it was going on the wheels. And then if there was dirt on the floor from, you know, we're out in farm country. So there's come, sometimes people have like dirt. Right. It was causing like this mud on the wheels. It wasn't oil because it came right off. It was like a mud mixture. Like I'd taken her out of the yard and pushed her around in the yard in her chair.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, That's so sad. And you know, I'm so glad that you found it. I mean, see, this is the thing. That's what a DA does. Like you're, you're the mechanic, you're the assistant, you're the, uh, you know, the shopper, like you have all these hats. And equipment maintenance is one of them, right? And and it just doesn't, it's not narrowed down to just your chair. You know, it's the so, whole inventory.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, but I'm thankful that I decided to clean the chair because then we found the issue with the floor because, you know, Sarah's like, you know, I noticed water like underneath the casper door. And she goes, I just thought it was like patient missed the bowl or something, but it was clear. And, and she goes, and I noticed water over here. So it must've been like, if she walked somewhere, the water would squish out the seams and just cause like a little pool of it. So she would just wipe up because I wouldn't think of anything. So we shall see. So they're coming out today to fix it. And I sent a picture to our repair guy and said, this is what needs to be fixed. So, yeah. But again, it's communication.
0: Yes. And, uh, you know, and, you know, always scan your surroundings. If something is going wrong and you have this inclination that there's something going wrong, investigate. Because the minute you turn that blind eye or, you're like, Oh, this could be somebody else's problem is when you Mm -hmm. could have saved the day, just like you did.
1: (laughs) Yep. Ignorance is not bliss,
0: especially when it comes to repairs in your office.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, the fact is, is, you know, um, it's, it's, I don't know, what do you call it? It's, I don't know. It's disheartening to me when you know, you see dental assistants ignoring things or their doctors ignoring things that dental assistants want or need. Yeah. So you can't ignore these things.
0: No. Hey, so. you want to end off with something funny? Yeah. Okay. So yesterday I told you my doc's awesome, right? Cause she was a dental assistant turned hygienist turned dentist. So she gets me right. Well, yesterday she has me come in for a hygiene check. And she's like, Rhonda, oh, you know, wouldn't this patient be a, a great uh, video testimony on our sleep program? I was like, oh, that'd be great. And so the patient looks at me and she's like, well, what do I need to do? I said, well, you just do like a little video testimony on how right. your dentist made you sleep better. Like I'm trying to use like the, the most basic vernacular possible. And she was like, well, who would see it? I said, oh, just me and like a million of my friends. she's like well where would you put it I said probably everywhere social media our website you know you know because I'm the marketing manager so I'm like I would literally put this video testimony everywhere because she's like one of our you know the dream cases you know they didn't know they had an airway disorder we got them through the protocol she's in an appliance she's doing tongue posture and so (laughs) she's like okay I'll do it for you Rhonda because I was with her the whole process you know Mm -hmm. and so um, I paint her her varnish on. And then I sit her up and I'm like, um, so I was like, it's just my phone, no fancy cameras. So I closed the blinds and I'm like, okay. And then I just helped guide her through the video testimony. I just asked, Mm -hmm. you know, like, how did you know you had an airway disorder? Um, did you know that your dentist could help the quality of your life improve? I'm like, what have you noticed now that you're sleeping better because you can breathe now? And so she went on to answer the questions. And she was super nervous, right? And so at the end, I'm like, "You did such a great job!" Oh crap, I forgot to hit record. She was like, "Ooh!" I was like, "No, I'm just kidding. I got it." But it was so seamless. I'm like, "Dude, I should do stand up." And that's why I told them, cause the girls I in the front do desk stand up me. in my off
1: time when I have about five more minutes of my life. <laughs> it was so seamless because I knew she was so nervous
0: about it, and I was like, "Oh crap, I forgot to hit record." <laughs> that's
1: too funny. But it Patient was like, testimonials are
0: important, people. all oh, you guys, literally, like. And it's a team effort. You know, I don't just yeah. roll in. I, I mean, you got to feel the situation, especially if you have a doctor or a hygienist who's talking to a patient and they right. say, I can't believe how great my teeth look. They, they buzz me in like Rhonda, mm-hmm. come here. You got to hear this. <laughs> and then it's my turn to, you know, basically trying to get the, accept the patient to do a video testimony.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Because, you know, good news doesn't travel as fast as the bad news, guys. So we have oh, to overdo the good stuff, especially when it comes to our industry. <laughs> Nobody likes us anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well. I hope all you amazing dental assistants have a great hump day out
0: there. Happy hump day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, i got one more thing. Okay, so if you're listening to this episode as it's released, today is officially September 25th. No, I'm kidding. It well, I mean, I'm not kidding because it actually is, but it's one hit wonder day.
1: Ooh, one yeah, hit so, wonder day.
0: Isn't that cool? Like if you're doing social media or you have something to mention to your patients today, if you're listening to this on the way to work, like you know, they have a day for everything, but I thought it was interesting that it's a one-hit wonder. So you're only allowed to praise the ones that had just the one song. What is that one guy he did, like, the whole song with his mouth? Yeah, like, he had no instruments. Oh, oh, it's killing me. I can see the video on MTV. He's sitting in the chair, and he's snapping his fingers. Oh, Don't worry, be happy. Yes, that one, that one, that one.
1: (laughs) That no, it it came out before you were born, lady. <laughs> I watched on TV. Oh, and don't leave. forget, we are live streaming our, our Dental Assistant National Conference for 16 CE, so we're live streaming. You can go check out the Dental Assistant National Conference Facebook page and sign up if you can not get it this year, but we want you there next year, but you can at least join in live streamed.
0: Yeah, I think that's absolutely amazing because I know a lot of dental assistants that just can't make it. But they deserve access to it too.
1: Yeah. You know, and Rhonda, and- Rhonda will be there rocking the mic. Whoop, whoop. And video.
0: Woo. Ooh. I'll make sure I put that extra wrinkle cream stuff on.
1: Yeah. I have to get a chin <laughs> negotiator. We can just wear
0: turtlenecks. Let's just <laughs> rock the turtlenecks.
1: do <laughs> will make your chin look worse. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Bye guys. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get to hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistants Rock, Instagram or the website, or Facebook, and find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.